Now, yesterday we were talking about how the Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction released new guidelines on alcohol and health. Basically, they reiterate there is no safe amount of alcohol to drink. But according to the new guidelines, 17% of us are already in risky drinking territory, consuming three to six drinks a week. And then you throw the rest of my team, Chris, Dave, and I, into this bucket with 40% of Canadians who drink more than six drinks a week. That's not hard to do. You have a, a couple nights a week, you're having a drink with dinner, then you go out for dinner with somebody else, you have a couple more drinks because you're out for the evening, and then, you know, Saturday rolls around, got something to celebrate, a few more drinks, you're raising a glass, you're, you know, toasting someone. It's easy to do. I know, not so easy during January because a lot of people have backed up and they're doing dry January. But when you compare the new guidance to previous guidance, people start to, you know, scratch their heads. Get a little uptight. Feel like they need a little something to take the edge off. The recommendation used to be no more than 15 drinks for men and 10 drinks for women per week. And that's if you want to reduce long-term health risks. Now, it's two drinks a week for women. Yesterday, we opened up the phone lines. A lot of people were thinking, I'm not on with this. This is not going to happen. I'm not following this guidance. I'd like to hear the science behind the new guidelines. So we decided to do you a solid. Joining the Kelly Cutrera Show, Tim Stockwell, scientist at the Canadian Institute for Substance Use Research. Tim's been on the show before. And Tim, I have to say, you have some explaining to do, according to our audience here, because you came up with these new guidelines. There is science behind it. So why don't you walk us through how you arrived at guidelines, you know, a decade later that are so different from, you know, 10 years ago? Yes. Um, it's a different group of people. The science has changed. And uh, look, it's almost how long is a piece of string? Because when you get to the point of saying there's no safe limit, it's where do you draw the line? It's like, well, two drinks is worse than one. Three drinks is worse than two, if you know what I mean. And the words we choose, whether it's low or moderate risk or high risk, are very subjective. So I can tell you a little bit about how we arrived at the numbers, but it's based, the the big change has been huge skepticism now that alcohol in low doses is actually good for you. And we know it, we've always known it does harm, but there's not much good that counterbalances that harm. So the the guideline levels of what's safe, I mean, there's no safe, Um, it's just degree of risk. Okay, so walk us through the science and how you arrived at the numbers as far as drinks. Okay, so um, the first uh, stage is to identify different kinds of illness and injury that alcohol is known to cause to some degree. Um, we then, and that we refer to latest systematic reviews, so those are reviews of the entire scientific literature. We started with World Health Organization approved risk estimates for all the diseases, updated them where if new data had come to light, we then looked at how many Canadians were at risk of these conditions. And you put the risk and the amount of drinking together and you can calculate um, the risk of premature death or illness at each level of consumption for a man or woman. And it's written, the the methods are all published in like the Lancet, British Medical Journal, New England Journal of Medicine, 
the World Health Organization uses the same methods. And it's just how it falls out today for Canada. And we weren't trying to win a popularity contest. We're just really trying to tell people like it is. All right. So you've told us how it is. Basically, two drinks a week. Let's, um, you know, limit ourselves. Say I wanted to go. I'm not drinking this week. Next week, I've got something coming up. I'm going to have four drinks a week. Is it going to, you know, increase risk if we drink like that? Or is there, you know, okay, let's let's talk about this. Break it down. It's basically eight drinks a month you can have safely. Or am I trying to fudge the numbers? Kelly, can I, I just want to stop you there because I think there's anywhere where the guidelines say you must not drink more than two drinks a week. It just says, it describes that as low risk drinking. And then it describes six drinks a week as moderate risk. And as I said before, the language you use to describe the risk is just that the more you drink, the greater the risk. Um, if I could put more concrete, um, put it in more concrete terms. Supposing you, from the age of 15, all your life, you have one drink a day, you're going to shave approximately two and a half to three months of your life off compared with someone who doesn't drink at all. Just put that in perspective. If you drink two drinks a day, um, it's going to be more like um, seven, eight months of shorter life expectancy. So we're talking, I mean, some people may not care about that, but the, the idea is to put the information out there. People can choose. There's no shoulds. It's really what is the you know, consumers have a right to know what the potential impact on their health of this substance we love so much. Beyond us talking about the guidelines and you releasing them out to the media and people reading them in print and thinking, oh, maybe I have to make some changes. Um, it's very easy, I think, to put these in the back of our mind. Some people are and rationalize, you know, the risk here or um, try and, you know, rationalize your behavior that might be risky in, you know, other terms. Is there are you in the camp? Because there are some people say that we need to start putting warning labels on our alcohol bottles. Do you think it's important for us to know at the point of purchase how risky it is for us to consume what we're buying um, all at once? Or You know, Kelly, I find it harder to, I find it much harder to argue why we shouldn't. You know, if the World Health Organization has determined and been producing reports to say something causes cancer, but consumers of that product, whatever it is, aren't being told something seems to be wrong. Um, and while we know there are some harms, most people know about liver disease, a lot of people don't know about cancer. True. And it unfortunately takes out several thousand Canadians each year. Alcohol-related cancers kill several thousand Canadians every year. So surely we shouldn't just have warning labels on cannabis products and on tobacco products. Why not alcohol? I think it's very hard to explain to people why we don't do that. I really appreciate your time, Tim. I uh, I think a lot of people still questioning uh, the numbers, but the reality is you're not saying, look, um, two drinks a week, that's it. Uh, so if you no. want to save your two drinks and move them over to the next week, or you got a big party coming up and you want to drink six drinks, you want to abstain for a couple of weeks leading up to that, that's not what you're talking about. You're talking no. about being aware of the risk and how much it increases the more you uh, yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you choose. We, we choose to drive, fly an airplane, ski, whatever we do. So know the extent of the risk and just be careful. Um, choose accordingly. 
All right. Well, I appreciate you joining us and walking us through your research. Thank you very much, Tim. Thanks, Kelly. Have a good one. You as well.